Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plots. I'm your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Hello. 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 How are you all on this fine summer's eve? Knackered. Warm. Tired. <laughs> yep. Sounds about <laughs> We're right. We're all, all having a great time. Mm. Ready for some D&D. Yeah. Good job you guys are in a cool mountain range that I can take you on an imagination trip to cool you down on this evening. <laughs> I was tempted to watch Frozen. Just let it go, Flo. I would. <laughs> we, no. we were talking about this. I like the heat. The rest of you don't. No, I don't. The heat is horrible. I hate yeah. it with a passion. <laughs> we, are, we are British. We like the drizzle. We don't <laughs> like it. We like to complain about it and... Pretend we like it to be hot, and then when it's hot, we, we're absolutely miserable. Mm. <laughs> it's never happy, generally. That generally, is correct. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's how British people can talk for hours about the weather to one another. Yes, true. If you, if you don't know what to say to someone, you're like, all right, hot out, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so you are starting a conversation. <laughs> that, is li- that is literally the go-to as well. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is the default. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's supposed to rain tomorrow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. Uh, every time. Every time. <laughs> this is why all our international listeners tune in to get these deep insights into the British mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, they will be reprising their roles as Tommy Hawkins, our gunslinger rogue. Sophia Landrin, our fighter cleric, and Dick Fate, our barbarian. And you're in a bit of a spicy situation, shall we say. Feeling a little hot under the collar? Yeah, right. How many more puns have you got? Just a few. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to see you sweat. Oh, dear. (laughs) Ah, yes, yes. Bask in that awkwardness. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, last week, y'all went exploring, didn't you? Really shouldn't have. I blame nope. the dwarf. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's his fault. <laughs> kind of. He, he, he enticed us on a journey um, into, into a dark cave, and we were like, eh, I suppose. Party cave. Party cave. Yeah, this one, de- this one definitely isn't a party cave, is it? No. You did describe it like it was a nightclub, so... Flashing yeah. lights, howling. <laughs> Typical nightclub. Uh, do you remember what a nightclub's like? Oh. Even before ago. COVID, I haven't, I haven't been to one in... Exactly. Years. <laughs> yeah. Old. Where to hold. Too old. Yeah. Basically dust. Well, might as well be. <laughs> Looks is working on his lich. He's starting to um, <laughs> store parts of his essence in them um, phylacteries and stuff. Ah, exactly. I have to get in character. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> most of us call those piss bottles, but, you know. Uh, each to their own. But, uh, yeah, you guys decided to... Well, first you faced down an abominable yeti, and you you beat it. Yeah, well we done. did. Yeah, kicked his butt. Yeah. Drove it back to the uh, snow from whence it came. Big furry prick. Hmm. And upon defeating it, you decided to investigate what had chased it out of there, because you saw strange flashes of light, 
and it came barreling out of there with singes and burn marks on its back. So what could possibly have caused that? It turns out these things had taken up uh, nesting inside the Circle of Fire's Druid Glade, which would have been a nice place for you to visit. But then, of course, Rogar happened. And what it is now is a fiery hellpit. Yay! You are welcome. You are welcome. Yeah. You you got to see a bunch of murals of the druids peacefully interacting with regular fire elementals and denizens of the Plane of Fire. You got to see images of a large, intricate circle that appears to be a portal to the Plane of Fire. And you got to see their worship of the Fire Titan. All good and harmonious. And then you found a room full of dead druids who'd been burnt to cinders. Not normally what happens to fire druids, but these ones seem to have come into uh, a rather harsh encounter with fire elementals that don't work for them anymore. They're under new management. A certain whispering management. A crawling chaos of sorts, shall we say. As you once came into direct contact with one of these creatures, when you visited the Plane of Fire, you saw maybe even the first one being born, a fire elemental that was encased in this dark armor that almost looks like molten liquid flames, wielding these two brutal-looking scimitars with a dark helmet like locked around its head. The fire elemental itself isn't quite as big as like a roaming free one, but it's definitely as deadly, if not more so, and appears to be under either direct control or under instruction from our good old friend, the Whispering Man. And not only did you see the remains of one of these creatures, Tommy eventually stumbled across two of them, and a fight ensued, which so far is going not too bad. I mean, Mr. Fate is looking a bit burned and singed, but he's a tough half-orc barbarian. He can take six stab wounds to the face with uh, (laughs) flinching too much. Um, Even when one of them is a natural 20, you know, he's he's in there. He's lasting for now. (laughs) Damn straight. Yeah, but Dick Fate's toughness aside, as they were wailing on him, the heat in this chamber and these caverns started to rise and you all started to hear chanting. Low, heavy chanting from something deeper in the caves. And that was where we ended last week's episode. So we are mid-combat with these creatures. And, uh, well, it's, it's, it's looking tense, let's say that. I don't know if you all are feeling tense, too. Little bit. Yeah. Squeaky yeah. bum time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think, I think we're, we're on fire at the moment, so I think we should be all right. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> um, you're all welcome. so i mean i guess we could just jump right back into this combat right where we left off and well you just watched dick fate get hit with a flurry of attacks from these fire elementals that are covered in this dark armor that is just head to toe inscribed in these symbols of the whispering man they're both wielding these dual black scimitars that also look like molten flames that have been hardened into iron. And 
Those blades were glowing with fire a second ago, but those flames seem to just die down a little bit. You're not certain if that was some big attack they did, and that's all they can do? Or whether that attack's going to come around next turn, who knows? But Dick took the brunt of that damage so that the rest of you didn't have to, and they end their turn after cutting him to ribbons. And that leaves it up to R4, who is currently stood just to the side of one of the uh, the weaker of the flame, corrupted flame elementals. So what is our robot buddy doing? Is he melting under the heat, or is he uh, doing all right? Uh, I think his, um, yeah, his... I, his melting point significantly higher than this, I'd say. I forged him. He's, he's, he's decently made. I think he'll be good. And I think he's going to go in uh, with a two-handed swing of his gunpowder spear, I think. And... Ooh, I'm in the wrong place. Uh, with a seven, a natural one, he does not do very well. Yeah, unfortunately, R4, maybe he's not doing too well in all this heat. Is a uh... Gears are melting just a little bit, his arms lock up, and that gunpowder spear does absolutely nothing to our corrupted flame elemental. Next up then is Rurik, and ooh, I I think he's actually going to... like Healing isn't his forte, but he just watched Dick Fate get torn to pieces. He might actually use a, uh, a healing word here to uh, restore you just a little bit. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, he has maybe some more aggressive spells he could use, but I, I don't know, he's looking a little worried. Dick got tore apart, and he knows that you're already hurting from, uh, previous attacks. So, let's say, yeah, let's, 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 in fact, let's upcast it a little bit, because otherwise, I mean, he's not really a healer, so it's not going to do too much. So, you know what, he's going to cast Healing Word at, yeah, he'll cast Healing Word at a fourth level as his bonus action. Ooh. Yeah, so that's um, that's forty-four plus a spellcasting ability modifier. So it's not it's not great. In some ways, maybe a little waste of that spell, but you get uh, twelve points of healing, which on a barbarian is basically double because of your rage. So go you. <laughs> As Rurik kind of shouts over to you, uh, Dick Fates, he just goes, "Hang in there, lad. We'll take down these beasts." Just don't fall yet. And you feel bolstered by uh, this cleric's words as they wash over you with a little bit of radiant healing. If I remember rightly, that's the same amount of damage that that crit did on you. So that's actually a decent amount of hit points. It for, is. For what you need. Yeah, I didn't roll too badly there. No, it was, it was a pretty decent roll, to be fair. I'm feeling a bit better. And he, that was only a bonus action, so... He's actually going to look over to you, Tommy. Are you looking like you're about to draw your scimitars and jump in yourself? Or I, I, you I, the... I, yeah, I, well, I am, but um, from where from where I'm going to be, I'm 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 probably going to move five feet to um, to the right, and I'll be in a direct diagonal blank chain with Dick. Well, that's that's where I'm planning to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what he's going to do is he'll initially flank, and then Rorik's going to uh, tactically move out the way. Because something you do notice with Rorik is. Though you've just met him, he clearly has fought in units before. He's backing you up, he's casting buffing spells, he's working his way into the way you guys fight pretty easily. This guy has a lot of combat experience and is probably a soldier of some sort. He hasn't really told you too much about his background, but 
He's used to fighting strange creatures and hasn't uh, shied away from this combat at all. So he's going to run in there with his silver warhammer and take a swing at the fire elemental, our good corrupted friend. Now, unfortunately, you noticed last time that non-magical weapons weren't doing too much, but you know, he'll do what he can. Two attacks with advantage, so he'll go in two-handed. First attack, 16. Sadly, is not enough. This thing is difficult to hit, and even when you do hit it, most of its body is made of this metal. It might be an iron, but it might be something from the plane of fire, or given the symbols on it somewhere, far, far darker. But a 16 is not good enough. His second attack, second attack with a 24, that's a lot better. Uh, so six points of damage, half. So he can't do too much, but a little bit of healing and chipping away at this creature. And then he's going to move to let Tommy step in as that's the end of Rurik's turn. Right. So Tommy swinging with his um, short sword plus two and Elements Wrath, which is currently on lightning damage. Uh, we'll go with a short sword plus two um, for the first attack with advantage. So swiping up with a 30, Ooh. he deals 12 points of damage. So Rurik runs in first, cracks this creature on the back. You notice it doesn't do too much damage, but as the creature turns to take a swipe at your dwarf friend, he's already stepped out of the way and you're stood there to greet him with a short sword straight through this creature's like little gap that it's got in its helmet and deal a nasty chunk of damage. 12 points. Follow that up with a second swipe, sort of going off, pulling out of that gap in the helmet and um, aiming for another gap sort of towards the neck with my short sword again. Uh, 24 and 10 piercing damage. 24 and 10. Another quick stab there in this creature. Though it's hard to tell if this thing is damaged, you do notice that the flames contained within this armor are flickering quite erratically. In fact, the the bright orange fire that is illuminating this area starts to flicker to green, black, grey. And you remember when you're in the plane of fire, the fire elementals were being affected by something, and they were flickering through different colours of flame, like something had infected them. And well, I mean you're getting a lot of a lot of different hints here of what might have happened to these creatures, but as this thing is struggling to hold on to life, it's also falling apart in other ways. And Currently, it's still standing, but it is very hurt. Okay, well, to, um, uh, with my offhand then, hoping he's distracted by the blade that just stabbed him in the neck, I'm going to go up for the for a gut shot with Elements Wrath. Uh, with a 28 and 7 points of lightning damage. Okay, quick slash across this creature's chest plate and sends just lightning coursing all over its body. Again, it just sort of flickers into a bunch of different brilliant colours illuminating this whole area, but it is still in one piece, I'm afraid. Uh, well, that's, that's all I can do. So, yes, that's me. Yep. Okay. Sophia, you're up. You can hear this uh, low chanting coming through, and actually, for you, I'll say this. The rest of the party just hears chanting. Even Tommy's ears picking it up, probably the clearest. To him, it just sounds like it could be magical script or something you don't know. And you also can't make out the words exactly, but you're pretty confident that it's, it's being said in giant. Huh. And even more so, given how much knowledge you've just taken from them, Ax 
accent sounds a little bit like a stone giant. It's got that heavy, gravelly rumble to it, like Hurin and his people had. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Indifferent, uh, isn't it? <laughs> on the fence. Uh, wheel or woe? <laughs> yeah, just give me ten minutes. Find out <laughs> if the stone giants are probably coming this way. Hopefully in like eleven minutes time, and then I'll find out. Yeah. Um. 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 Are they? Can I pitch whether or not they're behind me or nearer to the boys? For example. Uh, it's coming from deeper into the cavern. So. So back from where Tommy ran away from. So somewhere okay. in this uh, okay, direction. Okay. North of me. Okay. North so of that, you. Yeah. I'm happier th that it's far away from me. Um. Okay. I c I'll shout to the boys in general. I hear a stone giants chanting, and then I ask um, Dick. Oh, see how Dick is doing. Dick, are you very very hurt? Um. Dick is, uh, uh, toasty. Right. Okay. <laughs> Let's, um, <laughs> I'll move out five feet so that I can see people. Ooh, maybe ten feet. See people. I'm going to bonus action healing word at second level. Ooh. On Dick. Mm, what that do? Eight, Eight plus an extra four. Eight plus four. So that's twelve. Twelve. That was that was really good. Twelve points of healing ain't nothing to. Uh, no, it's not actually. About. It does sound well. Yeah. Well, anyway, you, so far this round you've got twenty-four points of healing back on, which is pretty sweet. From two, two bonus healing words. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. Um, then, yeah, a bonus action that makes things so much easier, right? Mm. Makes yeah. me happy, yeah. right? Yes. And then I'm going to notch two arrows. Aim at the same time? Well, no. I could try, but I think one would actually hit R4. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Ooh. Obviously, me casting a spell to help Dick did not do any good for that aim with a nine. Um, let's hope the second one does better. No. Really bad. Really, really, really bad. The heal um, was good. I, I'm really disheartened, and I'm going to go back behind my wall, ten feet. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is me, done. Uh, ev I... Everyone's giving me shit for running away, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> a magic, uh, all right. Uh. I, 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 pretty much like threw some arrows. I didn't, I didn't like notch them. No, I threw them on the ground. <laughs> well, that second one, that natural one, I think you probably did, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, kind of fumbled it. Or did you just not notch an arrow at all and just, just like pull the string back and let it go? <laughs> yeah, made a twangy noise. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you, you you jumped out, you said your healing word, Dick felt much better and you were like, really nailed that spell. And you pulled the bowstring back too far and it snapped and both your arrows fell to the floor and then you had to jump back behind and now you're like hastily trying to reattach a new bowstring. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> well, that was a... A mixed turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. But freshly healed up Dick Fate. It's your turn. What are you doing? Um, so I'm, I'm going to give like, well, Sophia can't see, but I'll give um, our, our, our little dwarf friend. Uh, you know, you ever seen the gif with the, the, the guy with the beard and the long hair and he just kind of gives that like really approving look of like, yes. Yeah. 
yeah, that. Yeah. I'm giving it. I'm giving him that look, and I'm just gonna go. <laughs> uh, 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 and I'm just gonna go, Montel. And then in, in in Dick's head, in kicks, my heart will go on by Celine Dion, <laughs> as he Celine Celine's this scene, and I'm going to a uh, attack the. The the, the 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 un the unhealthy one. <laughs> so uh, I get advantage, I think, because I'm in a flash. You should do, yeah. Yep. Woo-hoo. It's a twenty-six Ooh. with twelve. Nice. Twelve. And with twelve, as that radiant energy from two different uh, deities is washing over you, you feel those burns just starting to fade away. Those cuts healing up. Your blood letting stopping. You feel empowered and you rush forward with your longsword. Still in that bear totem rage, you feel the spirit of the bear inside you and you just tear this corrupted fire elemental's head clean off and it is extinguished as the still flaming hot armor crashes lifelessly to the floor. Awesome! And then, because I have a second attack, I'm going to spin round like Bruce Lee. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to take a swing at the other one. This time, obviously, without advantage. And that's a 20. Nice. Nine slashing. Carried on by the uh, momentum of the first kill, you strike a, uh, a heavy blow on this second creature, doing a nice little bit of damage. And, uh, yeah, Dick's just going to... Uh, yeah, I'll just roar in its face because I'm feeling powerful. Pumped up. <laughs> Pumped up. <laughs> Blazing. Yeah. And uh, that'll be the end of Dick's turn. Okay. So, sadly, with a two, I don't get my fiery strikes back. So, all of these are just regular strikes. Sad times. As my corrupted fire elemental is going to go to town on you with its scimitars. So, defend yourself, Mr. Fate. I will try. (laughs) 21. Yeah, it's going to hit. That's eight points of slashing. So. It's a, it's a big four. Yep. Fifteen. Miss. Miss on the second one. You bat that second uh, offhand scimitar swing away with your uh, shield. And then the third one. Twenty-two and ten. Cast shield. It's <laughs> <laughs> <If> only. <laughs> Not only do I get all the resistances, I cast shield. Fuck you. <laughs> Quick, cast commune with nature. <laughs> oh god, yeah, he'll, that'll do a right lot. Bad spirits, help me! <laughs> I was just, do these not technically count as nature? Can I not, like, talk to them and, like, you know, try and ride um, one? I mean, <laughs> they are natural. Um, if you wish to use your action to try to communicate with one, that's up to you. Don't know what you'll <laughs> learn. You, you will singe your nuts if you try and ride one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, this time its its scimitars don't burst into flame for its attacks, and you don't take quite as much damage. You're feeling a bit more confident now, even though this creature is still uh, it's pretty hard. In fact, if it wasn't you holding the uh, holding the hot gates here, the rest of the party would be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. R four, you are up next. Oh, what's our four going to do? He's going to move straight up into combat and then circle around a little bit, and he's going to try and strike at this one with a two-hand with a two-handed swing of his gunpowder spear. I say swing, a stab. 
Uh, a 26. Natural no. 20. A natural 20 from R4 there. Um, 7 piercing, an additional 1 damage, and let me just check. Can't... Uh, but it's, do, do, I, do I trigger his explosive shot now, or do I have to say beforehand that I'm using it? Uh, you can say you can use it if you want. Um, well, I well, don't think I'll hit. It's a 10-foot cube. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can I aim it so it doesn't hit um, Dick? Yeah, I would say so. Okay, cool. Uh, it needs to take a dexterity saving. Oh, it's, it's fire damage actually. Yeah, it mm. is kind of pointless then, really. The fact that okay. he was he was giving you all these things and being really nice, kind of hinting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I carried on reading and I remembered it was a it was fire damage. Is like yeah, no, screw it. Just I'll <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll just take the eight damage um, then. Now, not to be sniffed at. Not to be sniffed at. Halved, so forth. Halved, but okay. So you need to get a magical weapon somehow. Yeah, we do. <laughs> As uh, R4 charges forward with the gunpowder spear and uh, hits what would normally have been maybe even a killing blow on some people. It goes straight through the, uh, the gap in this thing's chest armor. But unfortunately, this thing doesn't have a heart. R4 just yells out to you, Father, I landed a critical hit. Should I explode it with my power of fire? Uh, no. Best, best, best save it, mate. You know he's it already been on fire and all that. <laughs> I heard you fight fire with fire. Um, I mean, yeah, that's an expression, all right. I don't think the guy who was fighting fire was actually fighting a fire um entity, though. And uh, you, you don't generally use a flamethrower on a burning house, do you? I suppose. Fine. <laughs> Spoil my fun, father. Well, you can, R4, but I don't think it's going to be much good, and you might actually want to use it later on against something that isn't burning already. He just looks sad and dejected. Oh, But it was a cracking hit, mate. Well in. Too little, too late, father. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Rurik's turn. He is going to, again, move up and round to get the flank, and then he'll step out the way just so uh, Tommy can make his way in as well. And he'll take two more attacks against this uh, corrupted fire elemental. He'll save his spells otherwise for now, though, as it looks like the tide is turning. First attack with the Silvered Warhammer of Moradin. 14. Miss. Second attack. 26. 10 points of damage. Sadly half, but chipping away. Nice. And you will shimmy to the uh, right just to give opportunistic advantage to those uh, who might be able to do a bit more damage. And that's Rorik's turn done. Well, Tommy's going to take full advantage of that gap in the combat, uh, sidle through his allies to get the flank on, and yeah, he's going to start stabbing away with his short sword. Uh, 23 uh, with 12 piercing damage, followed up with a 31, a natural 20, uh, with 11 piercing and an additional 6 damage. And actually, do you know what he hasn't been doing? You should have had sneak attack on that first attack, sneak I was just about to say. Well. Yeah, I will add the sneak attack onto that first one. So it's an extra 2d6, which is another 8 points of damage onto that first one. So we got 20 points, 31, 37 points of damage on those two. And then uh, Elements Wrath with a Lightning in the offhand. 
uh, with a 19 and 7 points of damage. Nice. So, more chipping away. Mm. So, 7, 19 hit? I hope uh, so. 19 does hit, yes. Oh, does it? Okay, yeah. I remember like... 17 didn't. So... Oh, that was it, that was it. Yeah. 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 And it was a teen. <laughs> I was just like, no minute. So you go at this creature with an absolute flurry of magical blows just raining down on this thing's chest plates as it starts to crack and you see little gaps appearing under the strain and this creature, like the one you just destroyed, it's starting to flicker as well. It's still holding on to its form, but it's definitely starting to uh, feel the pain a little bit here now. Sophia, you are up and unfortunately you don't really have line of sight on this creature so you're going to have to move. Sorry, one second. My, I accidentally backclicked and logged myself out of the game. Isn't that fucking fantastic? Ah, so Sophia dies on her turn. Next. <laughs> next. <laughs> That's why you shouldn't have hot keys on your mouse. Bullshit. What the fuck? Am, where the fuck am I? Right. I am going to move. Um, two steps to the right. One hop this time. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> what was it there? It was there. Can you go there if you really wanted. Yeah, do I really want? Yeah. Okay. Right. I'm. I'm closer. I'm not close. You're I mean... really terrified of these things, aren't you? Well, I, I, I'm ranged, dude. What do you want me to do? He's not going to hit you. There's like four targets. <laughs> True. You fought far too many of my creatures that can just teleport at will and be like, Yeah, exactly. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in a line or some some other shit. I, th- I, I think don't... I think I think you'll be safe as long as you don't go in like base to base with him. Mm. He can't move now because he's surrounded by us. It'll take four attacks of opportunity. Yeah, this is the right turn then. where he's gonna detonate himself. Oh fuck off. That's not <laughs> funny. <laughs> sure. Right. It's I watched. An actual bow. An arrow this time, not a bow. Ah, uh, that's what that. happened last time, was it? You yeah. notched the bow with the arrow. Yeah. It, uh, it was all kinds of fucked up, dude. Um, yeah, this time I actually notched an arrow. Jesus, I still had to think about it, for fuck's sake. And trying to dodge through Dick. Hit, hopefully, with 21 and 6. Mm-hmm. And second one... Woo! Nat 20. Natural 20, yeah. I mean, feeling a little uh, embarrassed by your performance last time around. This time you you grit your teeth, focus your eyes, and just as this creature is shifting back and forward, it's flickering flames hard to get a real bead on. You just feel that moment of calm as you let loose two radiant bolts. And, yeah, a devastating critical is... Your second arrow actually breaks a chunk off of this thing's helmet as it falls to the ground and you watch as a gout of flame just bursts out. Does that same sort of multicolored flickering as this creature is starting to really struggle. I'm really happy now. Um, and I can't move anymore. I'm just going to stay there. Okay. Mr. Fate. Go on in, Dick. Finish him off. Yes, yes, yes. All in good, all in good time, all in good time. <laughs> You must save a combat like a fine wine. <laughs> I was just picturing him like winding up the hit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. D- D- Dick's, Dick, Dick, Dick's a bit. He's getting. He's a bit of being a bit of a showman now because he thinks you know. He thinks he, we've got this quite in hand. 
so do we doing a little bit of a pirouette. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to take a swing. And that's a 20 with 12. 20 hits. And then uh, as I come back around on the back swing, it's a 24 Ooh. with 8. Bloody hell. You more heavy blows with that long sword of yours, the rage giving you a little bit of extra strength as this creature's armor starts to crack and break under your combined assault. It's still going, but there's not much left in this thing. However, it is its turn. <laughs> I'm gonna roll uh, my little uh, dice here. Ah, uh, natural one. No fiery strikes. Sad times. Oh well. It's gonna do what it's been doing this whole time and attempt to kill Mr. Fate. <laughs> uh, first attack, 12. Complete miss. It's really struggling to focus on any of you anymore as it's uh, losing its mind a little bit right now. And then a natural one after that. And the third strike, an 11. Yeah, this thing is confused, just losing any sense of why it's here, what it's doing. You can almost hear a hissing sound coming from the creature that, if if you were to put a human emotion to it, this, this elemental, it would almost sound like screaming as it is acting very erratically to close out its turn. R4. You are up. Right, going R4. Stick it again. Gunpowder spear. Two-handed. Spirit up attack. And eight. Yeah. Yeah, well, he, he did his bit earlier. He's doing really well. He's such a yeah. good boy. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Well, Rurik will uh, attempt to follow up there with uh, two Silver Warhammer attacks. First one, nine. Second like one's 17, which normally is quite a good shot, but right now, not good enough. Go on, Tommy, bring this home. Right. So, Tommy, um, kind of kind of slightly bemused that this thing's still living after all those hits are flying at it. Uh, he's going to start swinging with his short sword. A 19 and 12. The 12, you actually sever one of its arms and you watch as that scimitar drops to the ground and like the, the iron bracelets that travel up this thing's arm. Clatter aside as well, it's barely got anything left in it. Go for your second swing or add your sneak attack. <laughs> oh, add my sneak attack, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do need to remember that. I will remember that. I'm gonna that make a post it for you. Thank you. Uh six points of sneak attack damage. Six, yeah, it's not much left now. Still going. It's okay, got well, a lot of health, I'll say that. <laughs> next swing. Uh twenty-nine and 29. eight. That's is good enough as you uh, lunge forward with the short sword. This thing, you didn't even know if it was going to attack you again anymore. It was acting so crazed, its arm disappearing on one of your attacks, dropping that uh, heavy iron scimitar to the floor. You follow up with that lunge that just goes straight through the already cracked and damaged helmet from uh, Sophia's attacks as the elemental just goes out like a flame and that armor all just lands heavily on the ground, almost with an ominous thud, as the ambient light from these creatures disappears. You're just left with the heat of these caverns and that growing, chanting sound in the distance. Well, that doesn't sound good, does it? Not particularly. Can I now listen to see if I can understand what they're saying at all? Uh, you'd have to get closer to really understand anything, but if you're going to continue down this cave, I can give you that. 
even How's if everyone? I just go closer to like where Tommy stood, are you saying that I need to get much closer than that? Yeah, not much, much closer. You're not too far away. If you came all the way up to say here, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, Sophia, you run ahead. Is everyone following her? Is this a, a, a run forward at this point? Um, up to where she is, maybe. But uh, I want to ask Dick as we're going. Uh, how you doing, mate? You're right. Took a couple of hits back there. <laughs> Dick, Dick be fine. Dick is uh, made of strong stuff, and uh, kind of give him like a like a the people's eyebrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, mate. No worries. Just looking at a, a tad singed still, but uh, if you're fine, then we'll carry on. Yes, yes. Dick, Dick, uh, Dick agrees. Dick, we we shall carry on down through cave. Lots of things to do. Okay. So um, as you guys rush further forward and you feel that heat just rising more and more as you go deeper into this mountain, eventually, Sophia, you turn a corner and you actually see before you what is probably causing a lot of this heat. You see a rolling lake of magma all spread out before you. It seems the chamber that you're heading into is cut in half by the... uh, molten core of hmm, this mountain (laughs) all i've got is um one of the austin powers films and and dr evil's like magma (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah um do i can i understand anything that this close you do start to pick out words um a lot of them are arcane in nature and mean absolutely nothing to you. In fact, some of it, you realize, is not actually in giant, even though it's still spoken with that heavy stone giant accent. The bits that you can understand, you hear the words gate and key. That's about the best you get. Are you going to continue on? Guys, it's something about a gate and a key. Um... Was it the key to... Is it a key to... Uh... To the heart, he's after. Is that the cake there? Let, let's just says, okay. it, uh, of, of all the other stone giants we know, it's either the um, the ones that left with her and or the uh, the evil ones. Yeah, so guessing it's the evil ones. Probably. We're not going to go. We're not going to go backwards, are we? Because this is what we set out to do. Do we need to rest? Is this a good place to rest? Bloody bloody blah. All these like considerations. Do you want me to scout ahead? I won't be able to understand. Well, actually, no, I will. If I uh, do my helmet of comprehend languages. Yeah, I but could, it's uh... fucking hot, mate. Yeah. Well, let me just sneak a little bit further on, see if I can understand anything else that they're saying. Because um, if you speak in any language, I should be able to understand it. I might not understand the context, but I might be able to get a little bit more and maybe see if I can spot who's up ahead uh, without them spotting me. Um, I will say you can see out and it is a incredibly well-lit area by the light of the magma and you don't see from this angle any really clear hiding holes. If you're to try stealth out, you real you would realize just from looking at the train, if you're going to take an action, you're going to have to be quick. So it's going to be, you'll get your surprise if you surprise something. But there's nowhere to really hide out there. You're working on the fact that you're appearing out of nowhere. Put it that way. Well, what do you think, boys and girls? No. I can get, I can get a guess. 
I can I can see if I can get a surprise on whatever's out there. Um, and then we'll fight them if we have to. Otherwise, we go back the way we came. Dick thinks we should just introduce ourselves. Well, we could do that. But I feel I feel like if I um if I if I stick my head out, I'll get a chance to surprise him if I decide if we decide not to. Then we can introduce ourselves. I just came out of the gloom, as it were. Otherwise, um, but if it's clearly a hostile threat, then at least I can pop a cap in its ass before it does anything. Is everyone feeling fresh? I'm. I'm alright. Okay, yours uh, is the ten minutes up yet from your protection from good and evil. I don't think so. You cast it on me like in that combat down there, so yeah, we're, we're about a minute late, well, two minutes later or something. Okay, I can cast it again, obviously with my bow. Yeah. Um, I don't know who I'd do that on. Could do it on. You do it on Dick. Would that make a difference if he's raging? Um. What was the spell? Was it like disadvantage and shit? But then it uh, sounds yeah, like a giant up ahead. Worlds, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. That's so, um, yeah, that's not going to help, is it? I'll well, say this: um, while you guys are preparing yourselves, Rurik will uh, look at you, Dick, and go, "You seem to be the one who was always stood at the front there, taking the damage. If things are, if things are as bad in there as we're thinking, perhaps this will help you." And he just reaches out and kind of touches your shoulder, and cast Death Ward upon you. Nice. Which lasts for eight hours. And it's the first time we've cast this spell. You touch a creature and grant it a measure of protection from death. The first time the target would drop to zero hit points as a result of taking damage, the target instead drops to one hit point, and the spell ends. If the spell is still in effect when the target is subjected to an effect that would kill it instantaneously without dealing damage, that effect is instead negated against the target, and the spell ends. Nice. Very handy. And yes, that does stack with your half-orc racial. Sweet. Wow, that's, that's pretty sweet, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so Sophia, yeah, Sophia goes like, well, um, do we need two clerics now? Do you, want, do you want me to just fuck off? <laughs> yeah, you seem to be far more skilled at healing people than I am, Lass. Well, then just let me heal them, okay? You know, who is this I'm guy? I'm fine with that. <laughs> all, right, all right, Sophia, I know, look, it may be a He's he's a he's a he's a cleric. He's been a cleric a lot longer. It's all right. You you've got the old monster hunter stick as well. He don't have that, does he? Keep him away from me. All right. All right. I I I kind of I kind of Sophia turns away. I kind of look at um Rorik and just kind of shrug a little bit. Like don't know what she's on about. He says uh, in dwarvish to you. I don't know. A few hours ago, she was begging for me to heal her. Just ungrateful. Yeah, I don't know, mate. Women in it. Um, <laughs> oh, I give you the that? stink eye because I can't understand you, but I know you're talking about me. I'll, 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 I'll just give you a winning grin. <laughs> a big winning, slightly shitty thing grin. Um, all right. So, what do we want to do? Do we want to? Right, if with, with that, I think that makes sense for me to, me to duck my head out. And then potentially get a shot off at something. If if it if it looks like perhaps we want to talk first, then then I won't shoot, and instead I'll we, we can all walk around the corner and go and have a chat. But what do we think? We're gonna have to fight. Let's just face it. Almost certainly. Right. Let's get ready for a fight. Everybody ready? Dick was born ready to fight. 
Do you know what? I actually believe that from you, mate. Rangers as Dick Fate even got left. I have a total of four of used two. Nice. <laughs> I, 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 I just imagine Dick Dick Fate popping out, punching the orcish midwife in the face. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay then, so uh what's happening here? Is Tommy taking the uh look around the corner? Yeah, and then and then is everybody I, I assume it'd be, it makes sense for, for Dick to be right behind me to charge yeah. out and maybe Rorik as well because he's a combat class. Eight. And, and then, and then Sophia, you can bring up the back to start shooting arrows. Where's R4? Um, somewhere in the midst. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he can shoot from range, so that's, that's not the worst thing ever. But he's, he's really there to just bring in the flanks. He likes the behind, doesn't he? Yeah. Are you coming up, Dick? Yes, yes. I sit on my shoulders. Um, right, yeah, I will. I will. So Tommy will roll a stealth. Uh, 35, natural Jesus. 20. Um, I mean, to, to be fair, with that, I probably can't be seen even out there. <laughs> People just think I'm a large rock. But yeah, okay, and I will dart out around the corner. What do I see? What do you see? Let's reveal some things, shall we? Oh dear. Dart back, dart back. Oh shit. Oh. Oh, that's that's ugly. So, Tommy, as you rush out and go for more speed than pure stealth here, as there's not really anywhere to hide, but you're a fast guy and your finger's already on the trigger for whatever might go down. You turn the corner and you see this rolling sea of magma that splits the cavern in two. You see those black vines covering the walls and floor everywhere and you see in the center of this sea of flame you see some stone bridges that meet together and ours in its center a large metal circle metal that isn't melting or buckling seems to be completely unmoved by all the intense heat around you and you can see that that circle is covered in intricate symbols even at this distance it reminds you a lot of the circle that you've been seeing in all these murals that the druids drew and that this is likely a portal to the plane of fire and in the middle of this circle you see a stone giant chanting as the circle is starting to glow with a dark and ominous light the rock floor within the circle is shifting into this black tar-like liquid as the giant opens his arms and yells the gate is open i hear your voice my lord praise be to Marinhal. you were right i hear our god's whispers as these black liquid tentacles start to form out of the liquid itself and wrap around the giant. The stone giant panics and screams. Clearly, this part of the ritual was unexpected to it, as the tentacles twist his arms around in the sockets. Its robe rips open and sends all his papers and documents and likely incantations flying across the stone platform, some of them falling into the magma. You will hear the tearing of sinew and bone as the giant is dragged beneath the liquid, its cries 
replaced with an eerie silence as the liquid goes still. After a few moments, the liquid churns and roils as a large, unusual shape begins to rise from within the circle. As the figure becomes clearer, you see that its form is flowing and shifting freely into a roughly humanoid body. The creature glows brightly with a blisteringly intense heat, as if its body is formed of living magma and molten rock. And you see those same black vines that you see covering the cave wall and floor also constrict around this creature, marking it as one of the Whispering Man's corrupted elementals. You see these vines even connect down into the portal of which this thing has stepped through, or risen out of. And I'm going to show it all to you. Wonderful. Shit. Yeah. I think I just wanted to... Can I just fight the stone giant, please? (laughs) (laughs) If it makes you feel better, the stone giant had cloud kill. Ah. And we are inside. Yeah, we're always inside when they've got cloud kill. Yeah, it's true. So, I suggest you all roll initiative. I'm not there. He can't see me. Well, then leave your friends to die. 23 from Tom. (laughs) 23. 12. Natural 20 from uh, Rurik. Wow. 15. Or a 22. Go with 22. I don't want to go first. Oh, (laughs) I'm not going first. Yay! Nope, Tom's going first. Yay. I'm not liking the extra initiative that I'm getting. <laughs> you want to go before the monsters. That's all that matters. That's all that matters, but not necessarily first. Oh, sorry. Oh. I didn't know for R4, but R4 got a 10. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tommy with a 23, Sophia with a 22, Rurik with a 22. My corrupted Insinus, which is what this creature is, with a 13, followed by Dick Fate with a 12, and R4 with a 10. So. First up, Tommy, getting the uh, exact outcome you would like, going first in initiative, and the creature is, I'll say, surprised. Because it doesn't know you're there, and we're going by the fact you ran out ahead. Successful stealth. Take your shot. Let's pull out my rifle and take a violent shot at it. So I get advantage automatically because I'm going, I'm, I'm assassinating it effectively. Uh, so let's have a punt with a violent shot. A 22, so that's a hit and an automatic Jesus. critical. Mm-hmm. It does 22 points of damage and then I'll roll 2d12 again for the mm-hmm. critical damage plus an extra weapon die because I did a violent shot, so another d12. No, another two, 2d12? Yep. That's, yep, so another d12 and another d12. Hang on, uh, where am I? Fuck me. And another d12. Okay. A lot. Uh, yes. You went Rogar. Yes. Plus your sneak attack. Plus my sneak attack, thank you. I thought I was... You went, you went fully okay. Rogar. <laughs> so, um, that's a lot of damage. That would be yeah. 67 points of damage. Yep, Jesus. <laughs> that's that's assassination, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Hooray! I got to do it before I died. <laughs> right, sixty-seven points of damage, and, and as my bonus attack, 
I think I will pull out the last rights and have a crack. Why not? Um, with advantage still, because I'm coming um, out of sneak. A 25 and another 11 points of damage, plus d4, 4 points of necrotic as well. So in that whole round, over 81 points of damage, was it? Is that? Okay. Yeah, take that. You take a cracking first shot with your rifle. You watch as a chunk of this thing's body gets blown away, but you see the magma just kind of oozes and reforms. The thing clearly took damage, but maybe not quite as much, but you still hit one hell of a shot. You see a couple of those vines maybe even got severed. That's what really did the uh, the work there. But that was your turn, Tommy. Um, it means everyone else surprised, and we go... Back to the top of the round. Tommy, it's your turn again. Hey! As your first um, initiative. Right, well, I can't take another shot with the rifle because I think it's only got one, one round. So let's let's start fanning the hammers. Um, so with the last rights, I'm... It's just going to be a normal attack on this one. Uh, a 20 and 6 points of damage. Oh, that's a misfire. Damn it. So the last rights... Oh, does it miss right. No, 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 it's miss no, it damage. Yeah, so yes, exactly. damage, so yeah, it's just six points of damage then. It's not a great shot, not a terrible shot. Followed up with another attack. A 17, does that hit? 17 just hits. Oh, good. That, yes. That's 13 points of damage, so that's a bit better. And um, flipping out the pistol for my offhand, a 19 and 10 points of damage. So just standing there, took a shot with a rifle, then the pistol, then the pistol again and again, and then the other hand with the other pistol, just firing bullets at this thing. That's my turn, So yes, you uh, go all out, just unleashing an absolute volley of shots towards this creature. As soon as it starts to form out of the dark portal that was once the plane of fire, you go with everything you got, and it, I mean, it looks hurt, but it's still... It's still going. Well, that's not that good, means... is it? Sophie, it's your turn. Wanna go. I'm not gonna do as much damage. But you could do some, and some would be good. <laughs> <laughs> Guiding Bolt is level one. I could boost it up, can't I? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my... Because I went backwards, like, I roll... came out of roll 20, it's starting to hate me for some stupid reason. Yeah, it doesn't like you quitting out of the middle of a game. No, it doesn't, funnily enough. No, it gets pissed off at you. <laughs> right, where am I? Where am I to? Right, that's 15. I'm at how far is Guiding Bolt? 120 feet. I think you'll be okay. I think, I, I'm just going to double check, you know, because Cookson might get angry. Right. I think, yeah, I yeah. think you'll be okay. I'm going to move out of the corner, um, go north of Tommy, but further away from the thing and cast Guiding Bolt at second level because I'm just going to keep using all my spells. Oh my... That, That's healing, it, that was healing word. That 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 didn't help. Nope. Hey. Ooh. Plus 17? 17. We hit earlier. 17 hits. Right, plus an extra d6. Six! Bloody hell. Hey, 24 points of radiant damage. Tommy, I, I did some... Stuff, not as much as you, but some stuff. Hi. Yeah, you, you, you're now you healed up and stuff. Uh, 
Yeah, you're doing some doing a lot better with them spells, aren't you? Yeah. And they Maybe do a little you be um... slightly more um, grateful. <laughs> what? He keeps stepping on my toes. All right. All right. Well, just focus on what you do best, which is healing people. I, I will do. I will do my job if he will do his job. He will. He's a war cleric. He's going to run in and slap it with his hammer. <laughs> slap it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, you launch that uh, grey crackling bolt of energy towards the Insinus and it hits home and now this thing is glowing faintly with a light which is almost completely consumed by the uh, roaring magma around all of you and how bright that is. <laughs> but, uh, it's giving you advantage. <laughs> Somehow. It's slightly yeah. more illuminated. <laughs> <laughs> that means it's Rorik's turn. Ooh, what does he want to use? You know what? He is going to use... Hmm. He's going to cast Crusader's Mantle. Ooh. So you all get the... Uh, he is now concentrating as this uh, flowing golden energy kind of illuminates all of you as you stand within uh, 30 feet of him. And he is concentrating on that as he moves out a little bit to sort of see the creature. He can't do too much else right now, but now you all get an additional 1d4 radiant damage when you attack. Nice. With a melee button. Oh, fuck off. Oh, wait. Is it melee? Was it just rain? Is it any... How are we going to get there? There's a bridge. There's multiple bridges. Crusader's yeah. Mantle. Where's my Crusader's Mantle? Crusader. When it hits with a weapon attack. Weapon attack, yeah, there you go. So any weapon attack. Yay! That's Rurik's turn. Which means it's the Corrupted Insinus' turn. How far away are you all? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. Oh. Okay. This thing is, funnily enough, immune to the magma. Mm -hmm. as it simply wades through this sea, completely not caring about it at all. In fact, you notice as the Insinus walks through the magma, it seems to be getting bigger. The magma is joining into its body as this thing transforms itself into a wave of magma. And as soon as it stands on the rocky surface and takes a look at Tommy, Rurik, and Sophia, it comes at you like a tsunami, a tidal wave of magma, and attempts to just crash into all three of you. So, do me a dexterity saving throw. Tommy's protection do anything? Uh, no, does it? I don't think so. Let me just check. Know your spells. I'm I don't looking, know. but Roll20 is also not playing ball. Mm -hmm. uh, Rurik with an 11 is a fail. Uh, disadvantage on attack rolls against the target. Can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed. If target's already did a. No, no. Okay, so. Yep, yep. No, 14 just... for Tom there. Yep. That is also a fail. Oh, come on. Dex. That's... You said Dex, right? Dex saving throw. 21! 21. Um, Sophia, maybe because you're the furthest away, is the only one to uh, tuck and roll a little bit here to avoid the full damage, but for those of you who failed, not only are you going to take some damage, you are going to be knocked prone and carried all the way with this creature in its magma form, all the way up here. So I'll bump Sophia back a little bit because she effectively rolled out the way. Rurik, however, is deposited here. And Tommy will say deposited here. Both of you dangerously close to that magma. Mm. You are also prone. 
Prone is not good. And you take... Not too bad. You take 20 points of fire damage. Yeah, but that could be worse, but uh, yeah, the, um, the prone and next to the fire pit is not great. Uh, so Anything yeah, you take 10 points. Okay. You, but you are not not prone. Um, just the uh, Incinus crashes into you all and does a nasty little chunk of damage. And that magma is looking horrifyingly hot. I'll say that. I think that is my Incinus' turn. Uh, however, Rurik needs to take a con save from that damage, so he should probably be fine, just to keep his Crusader's mantle going. Yeah, 13. Perfectly fine. You're all still, uh, blessed. Oh, Mr. do Fate. I need to do a con save on Tommy? Oh, uh, yes you do. Just being honest. Thanks. <laughs> 21! Hey, oh, we're on those 21s. Yeah. Oh, if Dick's gonna attack next though, he's still glowing though, isn't he? So, Dick's gonna get advantage. Uh, he is, yes. Has it been longer than a minute since our last battle? I'd say no. I'll give you the still raging. Thank Actually, no. Much. That's wait, wait, wait. No, because you have to have been in combat. You have to have been hit within six seconds. Oh yeah. Yeah, probably, possibly. So I'm afraid it did fade. So you will have to rage again, if you're choosing to. Uh, silly question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no offense, but yes, Dick is. Dick is in a rage. Um, you know, he's getting swole. <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, take a swing at the big bad beastie. Um, with advantage. Okay. It's an 18 and 7. Uh, an 18 does hit. So, <laughs> you take three points of fire damage. That's like... Half. And, yeah, halved. So to round down, to round up to two, and half again. So one, one point of fire damage. <laughs> <laughs> Make me a strength saving throw. Which you're a barbarian, you should be fine. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Yeah, you slam your long sword into the side, and a little gout of flame hits you, and yeah, you have to pull your sword out of this creature and go to swing again. <sighs> this is does not bode well. Uh, okay. Though Dick noticed that Dick is in full rage mode, he's just going yeah. to attack. Uh, I can't really think about it. So that's a 21 with 6 flashing this time. Okay, 21. And again, you take this time 10 points, uh, sorry, 8 points of fire damage. 8, half, 4, half, 2. And uh, do me another strength saving throw. And at 18. 18. You're all right. Yeah, Dick is. He's just. He's not. He's not even thinking straight right now. He just wants. He wants rid of this thing. He knows it's evil. We all know it's evil. Let's just kill it. Sounds good. Yeah. Catch it, Bennett. Kill it. Mm-hmm. So, R4, you're up. Um, R4 is going to move down to here to get a clean shot and shoot with the wolf's fang. Sure, uh, that would be with disadvantage. Uh, why? Because you're in its melee range. Ah. Yeah. Oh, was I already in its melee range before up there? Uh, technically, yes. Okay, then that doesn't make... I'm just circling around then, am I? Yeah, you're circling okay. around. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll, we'll try it with disadvantage anyway. Uh, seven. Doesn't really seven. matter. Yeah, no. failed. But that's cool. a natural too, is that not a uh, misfire? Uh, oh... Yes, it is actually on the wolf's fang, so he'll need that repairing. Oh, that's that is unfortunate. Oh, things are turning. 
Things yeah. turning. I always love these moments. Make me happy as a DM. <laughs> so I'm guessing his melee range is like 20 feet out from it then? Uh, 10 feet. It's just that because we're on here. 10 feet. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. 10 feet. Okay. This thing is a, a large creature. Tommy, though, it is your turn, top of the round again, and you're in melee range with it. Uh, don't know if that's where you want it to be, but that's where you Not are. Not particularly. Yeah. You're also knocked prone. <laughs> so I'm going to use half my movement to stand up. Also, uh, Dick, you actually did some extra damage because you had the radiant uh, energy, so I'm going to just roll. You did five extra points of radiant damage from oh. Rorik's Crusader's mantle. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yes. So I'm going to use half my movement to stand up. Okay. And I'm going to move. I'm going to use my bonus action to disengage. And I'm going to move to here. <laughs> and Run away. Yes, but I've still got my guns out, so I'm just running away because I, I, I was prone, but I did watch how hard Dick had to pull to get his sword back out of that thing. And Tommy, Tommy thought of thought about putting a sword in a forge. I thought, yeah, not a great idea. Um, so he's run up here, going to spin around. Um, alas, he does not have. Oh, should he have done that? I don't know. Maybe he doesn't. Would you permit me? To rethink. Go on. I'll let you rethink. Okay. Uh, from effectively base to base, uh, he's going to fire the scatter gun. Okay. Um, which, uh, yep. Yeah. So he'll get double damage if I hit. Mm-hmm. And it's normal because I've not quite got a flank on there, have I? So if I was where Rurik is, I would do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A uh, twenty-one. Um, so it's 9 plus an additional 2d8. Uh, oh, another 2. That was oh. pretty poor. Oh, well, uh, so it's 11 plus my sneak attack, which is 10. Ah, that's slightly better. And then I'm going to bonus action, disengage, and move down to here. Yeah. That's my turn. So shooting Always. it. Yeah, basically just put, pushing my shotgun up right next to it, pulling the trigger, and then buggering off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Trying to use it, now. Now I've got the the, the ability to um, move and shoot and um, dip, yeah. duck, dive, and dodge. Um, I'm trying to use it a bit more. Okay. Oh, and I get Crusader's mantle on top of that as well, don't, don't I? Yes. Which so was one d four radiant. D four radiant. Another four points of radiant on top of that. Fuck you know. Hey, yeah. rolling ba- really bad and really good today. Okay, Sophia, your turn. Right, I'm running away. Actually, am I in base? You are. Te- am yep. I technically? Ah, yes, bastard. you are. I did that. Scarpers, all types of things. I guess you could spell him up if you want. If you don't want to hit him. Yeah, not with my um sword, really. Spirit Guardians. It's a good spell. It is a good spell, and it's around me, and I'm near it. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. What would my Spirit Guardians look like, though? I get. I, I, I'm. You know, it's supposed to be angelic or fae, but I'm guessing yours because of your kind of somber um, god of death kind of thing. They're all a bunch of like hooded monks. <laughs> Oh, really? I don't know. Yeah. Do you? Just, 
<laughs> just kind of like 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 they're at a funeral. They're not particularly oh. pleased to be there. <laughs> but they always look like that because they, that's basically what they mostly do: go to funerals. Um, I'd have to drop concentration on Tommy's thing. Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah, you can protect um, yourself if you want. Because I can run away at the moment. You can. So a number of creatures you can see can be unaffected by it. So you can just say all, 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 all the party. Uh, when the creature enters the area for the first time, or to blah blah blah, I must take a wisdom saving throw. Yeah, fuck it. Cast that bullshit. On a failed save, the creature takes 3d8 radiant damage. So, saving throw, wisdom? Uh, 15. Yeah, well, when it starts its turn there. Ah, uh, okay. But yeah, I guess that... Yeah, okay, well, I'll keep my 15 for this round then, but what do you... What would I take? Half of whatever damage you roll? Yeah. Do you want to just roll it now, so I... Uh... Was it 3d8? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's poor. So, six rounding up. Mm-hmm. That's poor. Never mind. Well, it's, so it's, it's it. something, and it'll take it next turn as well, unless it moves. Hmm. And you can do something else next turn. Yeah, so where are you placing it? Let's draw this on. Um, it's around you, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, distance feet, of 15. Five, 10, 15. Yeah, distance of you for 15. But I would like it not to affect. I can't technically see Dick or Arthur. Well, or... You, you, could, you could just say, I don't want it to affect the party, and I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. You just be like, Clemore, not, 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 not the homies. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And the speed is halved. Hey, fair enough then. All right. On your turn, uh, he's actually running kind of low on spells, so he's going to rearrange himself slightly and back Dick up for some advantage swings, so wish him best of luck. Uh, 22, 10 points of damage. Nice. Not too bad. Plus he gets his extra... Radiant on top of that, yeah. Yep. Two points of Radiant, and his second attack... Crashing down with the Silvered Warhammer, unfortunately 16, not good enough. He uh, slams into nothing as this thing's almost viscous liquid form shifts out the way. Like, you see these blackened charred rocks appear when it's attacking, but when it doesn't want to be hit, it just becomes a lot more fluid. And uh, that's Rurik's turn, which means it's its turn. Hmm. And, ooh, it got its uh, wall of magma back. Interesting. Take your damage. I already counted that down, you. Okay. You're 11. That's why we did it earlier. <laughs> okay. Just so I didn't forget. Oh, well, there's a question. What do I want to do? Do I want to use this? See, I was going to try to dunk one of you into the magma, so I don't think I can. Well, maybe Tommy, if he failed his deck save, which is unlikely for Tommy, unless I am horrifyingly evil. Oh. Just doesn't bode well, does it at all? I mean, it's just been Matt's birthday, so you could could not. <laughs> I mean, he's he's, he's well, it depends who, whether he's being evil towards me or being evil towards somebody else. Ah. In any case, he's being he's generally being evil, so. <laughs> oh, it's so bad, but I don't know if I actually want to try to do this or not. He's going to take a tax of opportunity if he does it. Hmm. You know what? Instead of that, let's let's beat down Sophia. Why? Mm, you look wounded, you're near him, and you've just cast Spirit Guardians on him. Seems fair. So this creature 
turns around, almost just shifts itself backwards, and suddenly you're looking into its burning, smoking maw, and its two clawed hands raise up, and you watch as the claws disappear and just turn into these giant magma fists, and it's going to attack you. The swing. Eleven. Oh, natural two. Oh dear. Second swing, 28. Ooh. Okay, fine. So you take That's... nine points of bludgeoning and 15 points of fire. That's quite a lot. It gets an 11 when it rolls a natural two. Yes, it That's does. That's horrifying. And you need to make me a concentration check on that spirit garden you got. need to beat a 12. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> and that one. No more spirit guardians, your grey hooded monks that were attacking this creature disappear. That's not a good round. It's not a good round. Dick Fate, you're up next. Okay, so... Hmm. Yeah, Dick Dick is just going to keep wailing on it. Am I still in a flank chain or not? You are, yeah. So advantage. Excellent. So you watch Sophia just get crushed by this massive magma fist, and as the creature's turning back around, natural 20 from you there, I see. Yes. Wow. Which means I have lots of bonuses. Yeah. So, uh, when score, so I've got savage attacks, which is when I score a critical hit with melee weapon, you can roll one of the weapon's damage dice again and add that damage to the attack. Hmm. So that's another D8. So roll one of those. Oh, typical, roll the one. And then I have. Brutal critical, or do you not get that? Yes. That's, yeah. a, that's a frenzy barbarian thing, isn't it? Is it a regular barbarian thing? Find out where I put it in there. Beginning at ninth level. Brutal critical. Yes, br- brutal critical, but at a nice level you can roll one additional weapon damage die and determine an extra damage for critical hit. So I can roll another damage dice. It's so another five. So And then you also get your radiant damage as well, a d4. Yes. Woohoo! So, that's... Um, extra four. Cool. Yeah. That was a good hit. That was a good hit. About, that was about as good as Dick can do. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I forgot to do this for Rurik, so we'll do it, do it all in one go. Uh, as you all hit him, Rurik took one point of fire damage, and he hit him again, and he took ten, so took eleven total. And Ouch. yeah, I forgot about this, so I'm just going to do it quickly now. And then you, Mr. Fate, also take nine points of fire damage. And half and half again. Yeah. And then what I need to check is whether you pass your strength saving throw. So I'll do two for Rurik. And if you would like to do one as well, Mr. Fate. Yep. <gasps> Not one. Natural one. Natural one. Oh. Both. Ooh, both you and Rurik have your weapons stuck in the body of the creature. And it doesn't come back out. You are grappled unless you're choosing to let go of your weapons. Rurik will keep hold of his weapon for now. So I am he's just going to be grappled. Of, I am keeping hold of mine for now. Okay, you are grappled. While stuck, the weapon cannot be used. Yes, so... Uh, I'm guessing that effectively ends my turn, because I can't try and break the grapple. Indeed. Be you, you, and I've used one. 
And you can't shield bash, I guess, in a grapple. Or can you? Let's let go. Wait, 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 wait. Shield bastard. You might be able to, but you may all go in the magma together. Yeah. Because this thing has only one direction it can go. So it depends if you want to murder Rurik. Yeah. Who's also attached to this creature. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just going to... Uh, that, that, that'll just be me, I guess. Okay. <laughs> ah, magma body. Fun ability. Yeah. Uh, R4, come on, R4. You're going to join the fun. He's going to move over, and he's going to try to stab with his gunpowder spear, two-handed. And we'll see what happens. Does he have advantage because I'm there? He does. That's why he's there. Yeah. Uh, 25 and 5 piercing. Takes one hits. One point of damage. Mm hmm. And he has to make a strength saving throw. Yep. A 12. And his spear is also stuck in the creature. Yeah, I thought that was going to be the case. But at least he's giving you advantage, Sophia. If you want to yep. get stuck in it as well. <laughs> just kidding, come on. He's just. Like, at the moment, he's like one of those oranges that has a load of cocktail sticks, like, poking out of it. <laughs> he's party food. Yes, he is, yeah. <laughs> Oh. Okay. So, Tommy, it's your turn. <laughs> yeah, well... What are um, we doing with this? Well, we're going we're gonna to keep sticking our swords in it until eventually we just kind of, between us, can walk it out. Like. <laughs> oh, um, question is, are for keeping a hold of the gunpowder spear? Because if he uh, is, then he is grappled. Yes, he is, because that's what he's got. So, yes. Um, so, Tommy is... He's only got his. No, his his guns didn't jam, did they? That was that was I, I was getting R4's confused. Gun jammed, yeah. R fours did, but Tommy's didn't know. So Tommy's going to take a couple of shots with the last rights. Um, he is going to spend another grit point because he got a critical. Or he got an automatic critical earlier. Wish negated the spend of the grip point. So, mm -hmm. um, yep, so you can spend a grip point to get some advantage on this roll. Uh, so 23 and 12 plus uh, four points of necrotic and four points of um, radiant as well. And 2d6. So, yeah, not bad. 30 points of damage. 30 points of damage, you uh, unload with the last rites again, just fanning the hammer a little bit, and you watch as more of this creature's like rocky magma form starts to break apart, so more of those black vines come off of it. It's, I mean, it's starting to hurt, certainly. Uh, followed up uh, with another shot from the last rites. Uh, this is just a normal one. Uh, it's a 22 and 15 points of damage, plus another d4 necrotic, another 2 necrotic. And is it any, every weapon attack? Or is it just the first weapon attack that gets the... Um, Crusaders, every weapon attack. Every weapon attack, excellent. And another four points. Radiant. Happy days. Finally, with the offhand, another normal pistol shot. A 27 and 8, plus four points of radiant damage. That's been four points of radiant damage on each, each hit there. <laughs> good, good, good. Chipping away at this fucker. Because I'm the only one who's... Well, no, me and Zafira are the only ones that aren't stuck in it at the moment. Yeah, I'm really badly hurt, though. <laughs> yeah. Ah, 
So, you unload on this creature and you watch as it's starting to struggle to keep this magma form together, though everyone is in a lot of trouble. Sophia, yeah. you're up. I'm tempted to disengage and run, to be honest. Not run away, just... What, move out of range so of, you can yeah. shoot it? Yeah. Next turn. Um, down to a fifth of my health. Which, which to be fair, I know. I mean, last time I took... You could you you still got your uh, fighter abilities, second wind. Uh yes, that's true, but that's still not going to help me take this shit down. No, you're going to have to stab it and get your sword stuck in it like everyone else. <laughs> I really want to get final <laughs> death fucked up. <laughs> Everyone's just hanging into this creature, just like just just fucking do it, Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> We're all in this together now. I have a rapier. I'm not going to put a final death in there, I don't think. Funny enough, the, the thing that Tommy's most lamenting is not the fact that all his, his colleagues are in peril, but just how much each one of these shots is costing him. You're a poor man now, Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> Bullets are expensive. I mean, I could shoot at it with my longbow, couldn't I? Ah, uh, you could, with disadvantage, sure. Yeah. Oh, he's with disadvantage, is it? Mm-hmm. It is, but you're getting advantage from being in flank. So not from a melee, not from a ranged weapon, no. Uh, okay, so. Right, I don't have a weapon out at the moment, do I? You've got your bow out anyway, so you'd have to drop it. Why oh, no, did you say that? No, you don't have your bow out, do you? You, didn't, you haven't shot at it. No. No, I haven't. You don't have a weapon out at all. No, so sorry, just. <laughs> um, sword and shield. I'll get my rapier out. I guess I can lose that better than I can final death. I guess, and I have advantage because of R4. Come on. Twing. 19 and 11 piercing. Plus your radiance as well. Ooh, one. That's bullshit. <laughs> so, Sophia, you watch as Dick, R4, and Rorik all get their weapons trapped within this creature, and the magma essentially flows over their hands, locking them in place. And you see this creature turning to walk into the magma with all three of them attached to him. And you panic and pull out your rapier and lunge forward, watching it just catch a light with the light of Moradin's divine radiance from that crusader's mantle. And just as this magma creature is burning elemental that you've never seen before is about to likely kill three of your friends you strike straight through the center and you pierce something inside of it you watch as those black vines let out a hissing howl as they begin to wilt and fall off onto the floor the incinus stops moving and lets all three of your friends go and starts to slowly collapse its form restored to it but at a terrible price it looks over towards you Sophia your rapier still stuck halfway through this thing's chest and though you don't understand the language it's speaking Tommy with your comprehend language is Helmon it says in Ignan thank you as it collapses I think we did it a favor that was weird Good job, Sophia. But, but, but... Sophia, you see, as you pull your rapier back, your hand is glowing with a faint 
light, almost a little moat of flame, something left over, perhaps gifted to you by this creature. But before you can really understand what's going on, all of you hear a bubbling noise coming from that circle in the center of the chamber. The whole group of you feel an intense pressure, like the air in the room has just changed. And as you look over, a form begins to rise out of the tar-like liquid, its shape and size shifting rapidly until it settles on an overly tall but featureless humanoid, consisting entirely out of this black liquid. The flowing liquid almost resembles robes as the entity turns its blank face towards you all. You are hit by this overwhelming pressure once again, as your hearts begin to race so quickly that if you are any weaker of constitution, they may just explode in your chest right there. Your minds are on fire. There is intense pain rushing through all of you. Gut-churning sickness and unease washes over you, and despite the intense heat from the nearby magma, you feel freezing cold. You instinctively try to close your eyes and hide away from this entity, but at the same time, you feel frozen in place, unable to move your body or even blink. All of you start to hear screaming, crying, weeping, and laughter, both alternating and all at once, and it takes you a moment to realize that it's coming from you and your friends. You're the ones making those sounds. Madness, as it spreads like a contagion amongst you all, at the, as the entity's smooth face begins to split open into a grim parody of a smiling mouth. Darkness rushes over you all, as you all begin to dream. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Oh shit. Fuck. Holy shit. Tom, Tommy was all, all ready to be like properly cocky at this thing. Like, oh, who the fuck's this clan then? Mr. No-Face. But, um, yeah. 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 This, uh, oh. Maybe we should have just fucked off and left the cave to be. Maybe, maybe collapse the entrance or something. Yeah, probably would have been a good idea in hindsight. Yeah. Ah, uh, hindsight. It's always twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, thing is, we, you know, you, you 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 go on adventures and quests because you hope there'll be something like loot down the bottom. You don't hope that there'll be something that's gonna fucking make you scream and cry and laugh and like put you into a dream state. But there you go. <laughs> Just after you fight a magma creature. Just after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, hey, you beat the corrupted in sinners. Well done. Yeah, we did. Somehow. Yeah. I wonder what Sophia's got out of that, the little little moat. I mean, was it down on health and that's how I just killed it because it was so weak? Or was there something special? No, it was low on health. You guys had really been chipping away at it for a long time. Okay, just, just saying. I was just like... Something special about this rapier! Whoa, oh, oh, oh. No, no, mm. Sophia just kill stole from Tommy. He was just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah? And? I'm just, yeah, whatever. Yeah, well, I wonder what I've got, and is it going to help with this? Well, we can only hope. Well, you'll yeah. find out all about that next week.
And uh, yeah, so uh, a couple of things to uh, chat about. First things first. So um, as you all know, we have a uh, Patreon with a uh, Discord server where, you know, we chat to our fans and we uh, have a good old time there. If you want to join it, it's patreon.com slash gtmp. But uh, one of our Patreons actually today that we're recording asked us to do sort of a, a shout out to gay rights. And I thought that was interesting because I said I'd do it because I don't normally do requests for anything. Like we're not that sort of part where we, you know, use this as a, a talking point for anything. But the reason I said I'd say it, and this shouldn't really need explaining, I would say. But the reason I said I'd say it is because it's odd that that should be a controversial thing to ask. Because it shouldn't be. It should be pretty straightforward. You know, people are people. And I know we have a lot of listeners in the US, and it's Pride over there right now. So I just want to say happy Pride to all our uh, US listeners, and I hope you're having a good time with it. On top of that, talking about Patreon, we had a new Patreon subscriber this week, or last week, technically, also named Jared, which, uh, <laughs> when naming NPCs, he um, decided instead of having two NPCs named the same, he uh, he gave me a suggestion for what he'd like to do with his NPC name, and I've gone with it, and you guys will find out about it at a much later date. Ooh. But uh, that'll be fun when it happens. He's He uh, seems excited by it, so... Let's hope we don't kill him. <laughs> yeah. accident. You never know. <laughs> By accident. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's he's chosen a name that will uh, come along a bit later. Interesting. And if, yeah, and if you want to join in on that, as I said, Patreon.com/slash/GTMP, or if you want to just support the show with a little bit of uh, partnership work we're trying to get started, we have a D&D Beyond referral link that if you go to the credits of this episode, you can see and you can click and. All it'll do is take you to D&D Beyond, but people will be uh, happy with us at D&D Beyond. And we might, you know, develop into something, something for the pod, you know, good things, good times. Other than that, if you want to chat to us, go to uh, Twitter. I am there as at Trees and No, and my players are there with their player names and GTMP at the end of it. We also have a WordPress website and a Facebook group, all at Gunpowder Treason No Plot. And I'll hand you over to my co-host to say their own little goodbyes. It's Ask Dick. Hello, my name is Dick Fate. The what? What is going on? Hello, we interrupt your regular programming for me, Clanless Rogar. I, I'm dead. What is going on here? I can't die! I'm the hero! Whispering man, get it sorted out, friend. Anyway, it seems like that orc had a note to read. Dear Dick, my name is John, and I've been asked to run away with the Owens woman. What should I do? John, you're in a bubble. You can't go anywhere. Ask Dick. Oh, <laughs> King Rogar. Ask Dick featuring Rogar. Uh, nice. Back, though, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to the, the scuffle when Dick wakes up. Um, <laughs> so, as we continue on with um, Tommy's big book of spells, 
God, he just loves this. Yeah, so uh, onwards and upwards. Getting there slowly through the fucking alphabets. The next letter is F. Now, there's a few spells beginning with F. Having a browse through some of this bullshit. Fucking mages. Look at this bollocks. Vain death. That's a bitch move if ever I had one. Fine steed. Look, it's a fucking horse. Come on. No, no, we're going with something that at least I can fucking use, which is Fireball. Yes. Fucking Fireball. Now, that is a quality spell. It's not really a spell, though, when you do it with some little uh, little rocks. It's not quite the same thing. It's not really magic. It's more like a grenade. But, yeah, Fireball. Um, a bright streak flashes from your pointing finger to a point you choose within range or where you lob the fucking thing to and then blossoms with a low roar into an explosion of flame each creature in a 20 foot radius sphere centered on that point must make a dexterity saving throw a target takes 8d6 fire damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one the fire spreads around corners, it ignites flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. And at high levels, you can the damage increases by 1d6 for each slot above the third level that you use. Hence the old classic 9th level fireball, which I can't do anymore because I used one and killed a lot of orcs. But yeah, fireball, it's not too bad. Don't hate it as much as the rest of the fucking spells. On to use fear. Right, so... For F, I've gone for one that I wouldn't count as a monster at all, which is a flump, which is a mysterious and benevolent creature that drift through the Underdark. They feed on psionic energy and are therefore more likely to be found near strong sources. It is also common for flumps to be exposed to evil thoughts to spontaneously glow red in anger. This reaction is considered a sign to adventurers that evil monsters lurk nearby. And I think that would be really handy if I just had a flump just following me around. Flump, 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 flump. I mean, yeah, we don't nice. get a lot of good monsters. You don't. There's not that many. It's um, I've heard people complain about this before. If you're running a, like a full evil campaign, there's not that many purely good creatures to throw at them. No. <laughs> I mean, you can you can you can kill angels or flumps. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a wide variety there. No, no. But then again, I would like one, but I don't want to be in the Underdark, so... Nah. Fair. <laughs> uh, well, I hope everyone enjoyed the episode, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. See ya. Hey, Dan. Hey, Jared. Do you like podcasts? I love podcasts. Why do you ask? Do you like podcasts with two guys who talk about films? I do. Yeah, because I feel like not a lot of podcasts do that. I don't think so either. It's like a new, cool thing. So I heard this podcast called The Indie Film Review, where these two guys talk about independent films. Wow. Pretty. I love independent films. And they they talk about low-budget, no-budget films. They'll literally review anything because they're desperate for attention. What are the hosts like? One's really sexy and talented, and the other one's just kind of there. The Indie Film Review.
Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce, easy to listen. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects you heard during this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so be sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.